What does it mean to take a break? Something that people value usually happens during vacations or time off that someone will take. And it's supposed to be what I'm doing during this time that I have not been posting new episodes. Now, as you probably guessed it, breaks are triggering for me. Go figure, having complex PTSD and knowing that the phoning and flight responses are usually my trauma responses of choice, that means that it is really hard for me to take a day to not do something that's on the list. It means it's weird to go through a Thursday and not see an episode come out. And as you can probably guess, given how this intro is going so far, I'm going to kick off the second half of season one of Hello Trauma Brain going once again unscripted and unfiltered. And I'm just going to talk about how the break has been, how I've managed to do this break or go through this break and what I've learned about myself during this time. Hi. I am Raisa, a survivor of narcissistic abuse, and I have complex post-traumatic stress disorder. And you are listening to Hello Trauma Brain, a podcast where I share my experiences living with complex PTSD. My hope is this podcast can help destigmatize mental health and provide support to anyone diagnosed with CPTSD who thinks they might have it or has a loved one with this diagnosis. Quick reminder, I am not a licensed psychologist or mental health care professional, and this podcast is not meant to replace nor substitute the care of psychologists, other mental or medical health care professionals. If you think you might have complex PTSD or PTSD, please reach out to your primary care or mental health care provider. Any individuals and resources mentioned in this episode are not sponsoring Hello Trauma Brain. This episode may reference trauma or abuse and listener discretion is advised. Remember, you can always pause or skip this episode at any time. And now, let's get back to the episode. Hello, dear survivors, and welcome back to the second half of season one for Hello, Trauma Brain. Thank you for joining me today. Gosh, peeps, I've missed you. I've missed doing episodes, and it's felt very weird not to have new episodes come out. And if I'm honest, uh, getting back into the rhythm of recording has been, has been quite the thing. I tried to clear up a little bit the room where I record, which is my bedroom. And also at the same time, if I keep cleaning, I'm not going to record anything. So I, I'm leaving what's not done as it is. Yeah, it took, me, it took me a moment and a couple of deep breaths and some coping skills to get myself prepared to get in front of the microphone again and, and hit record. And I'm not scripted. I, I'm just going to give you the raw uh, update on what's, what's been happening in the last few weeks and yeah, without any further delay, let's let's dive right in. Before I keep going, I do want to say I hope you are all having a gentle start to the year. I feel like, I don't know, besides the fact that um, maybe a little bit less stressed about the whole holiday thing, um, 
not much has changed, really. And yeah, today I want to talk about how breaks can be triggering for trauma survivors. If you are caught up with all the episodes, you might be noticing a, a little theme going on of Raisa gets triggered by everything. <laughs> I mean, not by everything, but it it really feels like everything is a trigger. That's that's how I'm experiencing it. I don't know if you're picking up on that or if you're wondering, wow, is there anything that doesn't fucking trigger Raisa? And honestly, if you were to ask me that question, I would have a really hard time answering it. I don't know that I can pinpoint one thing that can, without fail, not trigger me. I I can find things that don't trigger me the one time. Like, there's times where I do yoga and it doesn't trigger me. And there are other times where I do yoga and it triggers me. I I can have an interaction with someone that I love and someone that I that I feel safe with. And one day it's it's no triggers whatsoever. And another day there was a trigger. It's it almost feels like I'm rolling the dice and just hoping for the best sometimes. And that's pretty much what happened with this break. I was feeling a bit of the burnout. I have been going on uh, posting episodes every week since, uh, well, I, I started working on the podcast since August, actually before before August, technically, like doing the cover art, the trailer and all that stuff. But once I started the podcast and I I began launching episodes, it's, it's been pretty much nonstop. I've been doing this every week. And it felt weird not to podcast. And let me be transparent and define to you what the break has meant for me. I've only taken a break from actually posting new episodes. Truth is, I still recorded stuff. (laughs) I actually recorded three interviews. Well, so far as of the date when I'm recording this, two interviews. And I'm recording a third interview tomorrow. By the time you hear this, that interview is going to be recorded. So essentially, I will have three interviews. And the the two that I've recorded so far, they're long enough that they will become a two-part um, interview in terms of the episodes. I'll just do half for one episode and half for the other. And probably the same thing's going to happen with tomorrow's interview, which honestly, I don't mind. I, I, I'm really enjoying the interviews. I'm enjoying having these conversations. And here's the thing. I've enjoyed these conversations so far so much that I honestly I almost thought it releasing episodes sooner than what I what I had intended because I kind of didn't want to wait to release the episodes and I had to sit with that and I had to reel myself in and go Risa come on like it's okay to take a break it's okay for an interview to get recorded and for it not to come out for another month it's okay nobody's pressuring you nobody's on you to get this done within a few days Nobody's upset. You're not releasing the episodes uh, right now. And it's okay to take a break. But it's hard. It's so hard. And I have to say, I still posted on social media for the podcast. Like, you know, when the launch came, I did share a few things. And I, I didn't take a break from that, really. I'm still checking it. I'm still engaging a little bit. Not as much as I use. I mean, I don't engage that much, I don't think, compared to other people. But... For me, that's that's a lot of engagement. We'll put it that way. Like the few posts, like you'll see the post uh, on Thursdays with the little audio clip, and you'll and if I can if I can pinpoint a quote that I like, I'll also do an additional post, and I'll share a few things here throughout the week, here and there, 
And um, that's that's a lot of engagement for me. <laughs> I am not posting like three times a day, but um, yeah, it's it's it was weird. It was really really bizarre. And also, I what so with the interviews. Let's let's talk about that for a moment. Um, well, a little bit more than what I already have. I for the interviews, uh, the one coming up, the first one you will get to hear is audio only. So I kind of I have done that drill before. I did an interview with Ben from uh, the podcast called The Complex PTSD Guy, that interview that came out last year. And I've done the audio interview thing. This time I'm doing an audio. I'm going to be doing the editing a bit differently. So that's, that'll be a, a bit of a learning curve. Now, the other two interviews that you will be um, seeing come out in the next few weeks they're video interviews. So that was a learning curve for me because I have not done video podcast episodes yet. It took some learning. It took some YouTube videos. It took testing and realizing that what I thought was going to work didn't work and some freaking out and a lot of imposter syndrome and ordering things on Amazon and then returning what I ordered on Amazon because it didn't quite work for, for the setup I have and ordering more stuff on Amazon. <laughs> But here I am. I so far I've I've done one and and the footage is there. It's something's gonna come out, you know, unless something happens to my computer. And um, yeah, I I did some investment. I I got a new computer. That was one thing that my old old computer would have not been able to handle. Like I don't think it would have had the bandwidth to do recording like video footage and audio footage. So I I gave that gift to myself. And I'm enjoying it so far. And at the same time, it's, it's stressful when I get something new. I don't know if this is a prob- probably is a CPTSD thing. It's um, it triggers a bit of the perfectionism thing. And I, oh, gosh, <laughs> I'm actually thinking about something that I can share that that will give you an idea of how how bad this can get for me um, and get something new. This thing triggers in and the unwrapping, like the unboxing of the thing needs to be perfect or I feel the need for it to be perfect. And the first time I I use the thing, I want the day to be, you know, like if something happened very upsetting during the day, I will postpone using the computer or using the, the new thing another day. I know it sounds ridiculous or it probably sounds ridiculous to some people out there, but that's my reality. And let me give you the example that I think is going to really drive this point home. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's embarrassing to to say this, but you know what? The heck with it. I guess that's what this podcast is for. Uh, Example. About a year ago, I went to see... You can probably place your bets on what artist I'm going to say. I went to see Gregory Allen Isakoff. (laughs) I know. I talk about the man a lot. He's great. So he was in Philly a year ago, and when I went to the concert, I decided to buy a vinyl, one of the, one of the vinyls that they had on the merchandise um, on the merchandise table. And the thing is, I got the vinyl without having a record player, and I don't, I didn't have one at the time. So I thought, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna get the vinyl, and that'll push me to get the record player. I then got, I pre-ordered. Because last year, uh, Gregory released an album around August. So when the pre-ordering came out for the new album, I I thought, I'm going to also get this vinyl. Because at this point, I have already one. I know I'm going to get the record player. Might as well get the new album as a vinyl. Okay. 
Fast forward, August comes in, this new vinyl arrives, and between January and August, guess what? I still didn't have a record player. No record player. The first vinyl is collecting dust in my apartment. Now I have a second vinyl. And the second vinyl was kind of like the call of action. It was like, okay, I, I got to get the, the record player. Like, I, I can't have another vinyl collecting dust around here without a record player. So go on Amazon. I start doing research. I get overwhelmed by the research. And I don't buy the thing for another few weeks. And then I finally buy the, the record player, I want to say towards the end of September. And it arrives. And I unbox it, and it's really cute. I got this uh, Victrola suitcase record player. It's supposed to be portable, but quite frankly, I'm not really... um, I didn't buy it so I can carry it around, even though I can. I really got it because it was cute, and it was in blue, and there's this bundle that had the, the record player holder that's the same color, and it looked really, really really cute I just it it looks really nice so I get the thing I unbox it I put it on my um I have like this window uh what they call it a kitchen window thing it's like in between the kitchen and the living room there's like this just opening there and I, I I throw it in there like getting featured with like there's lights on above this thing and I I think I got as far as seeing a video of how it works because actually, no, I think a few more weeks went by and I didn't know how to work a record player. <laughs> so I just sat there. And and mind you, I kept the box. So the box is now in the living room collecting dust too because I thought if it doesn't work, I need to return it. I need the box, okay? Stay with me. This thing was there for a few weeks. I look up a video on how to use it. I get overwhelmed by the video because it's a lot of aspects, a lot of things. Like take this thing here, use that thing over there, do the setting. The setting does that. And at the same time, I, I, I've i taken the one vinyl out of the thing and I know it's dirty. Like it looks dirty to me. So I get, I think I got the cleaning stuff right with the with the record player. So I had no excuse not to clean it. Let's, I'm going to be real. I had no excuse. The thing, the box with the cleaning supplies was also in the apartment collecting dust too because why not and okay so I got the end of September right a few weeks go by get overwhelmed by the instructions a few more weeks go by now we're looking at months well during this break I took uh, I want to say last weekend (laughs) mid-January to put to put some time timeline here because you might listen to this uh, way later and it's not going to come out till next week anyway so mid-January Okay, this now we're looking almost at a year since I got the first vinyl. I finally got the thing working and I tested it and I heard the one album and goodness it works and now the box is, is where it belongs. I, I it's been thrown out or recycled I should say. And it feels nice to have the living room not not look like a mess. Well, it still looks like a mess. But now this box is not just sitting in the middle of the living room, which feels really nice. And it feels really nice to have the actual record player working. But this is this is what we're dealing with, okay? So that's one thing I got done during the break. And going back to the break, the reason I am doing this. Oy. So the break, start the break. And the first week of the break felt very nice. Not to have to hustle and edit and be stressed that I am taking too long or I waited till the last minute or whatever the heck I'm freaking about in any particular week. Like the first week felt pretty good. 
Second week, I started stressing a bit and feeling like I, I just feeling like I had to do something. And at this point, I'm recording now interviews too. So I'm, I know I technically I'm working on content for the podcast, but I'm not editing. Like I, I really told myself I'm not going to open GarageBand and start editing this thing right now because then it's going to, before I know it, I'm just, I'm going to spend the whole break just editing. And I, even though I do enjoy editing, it takes, it takes time. And I really wanted to just, I kind of, this is the way I saw it. I saw it like having the conversation and recording it. Like that's, that's fun. Like I'm just hanging out with these great people, having a good talk. And they didn't feel too much like work to me, except, you know, I didn't take into account the prep work for the interviews. But you know what? No regrets. I enjoy the conversations very much so. But in terms of like the actual editing and the tedious stuff that comes after like coming up with a social media post for someone who barely posts on social media (laughs) to start with you know those things I did intentionally say I'm gonna put pump the brakes on it then I started stressing about how long it was gonna take for the episodes to come out like at one point I started like looking at the schedule and I knew I would start the season first giving you this this episode to kind of catch up and 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 have a chat with you before I start doing the interviews and as I started putting the thing on I use Notion for organizing my podcast stuff so I started putting the the, the schedule on Notion and I'm like oh shit like these interviews are not gonna, not gonna come out for a few weeks like pretty much like months like, like not months like a month like I'll record it and a month later part one will start launching and I stressed about it and I was like oh maybe I should start I should start the podcast sooner so I wanted to give it till the end of January. I almost started a week early. Almost did. Almost did. I was starting to think about, oh, how could I make it work? And then I was like, whoosh, pump the brakes right side. You could hear the DJ on the corner like, Wah. let's take a break. Let's take a break. It's okay to take a break. It's okay for the interview to not come out for a month. <sighs> Why is that so hard? That's really hard for me. If you are listening to this and you're resonating, boo, I, I feel you. It's, it's a fucking struggle. If you're listening to this thinking to yourself, what? Why is she fucking stressing? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Actually, no, that's, that's not true. I do know. I now understand this is part of having complex PTSD and and having having the flight response just run my life to the point where I can't stand still for a week without doing, you know, all the things. It's not like I'm taking a break from work too and I'm really not doing anything at all and I'm just sitting here like I'm still going to my job every day. I'm still recording stuff for the podcast. I'm still like it's literally taking a break from some of the things that I do during a typical week when everything is going on, okay? And yeah, that's the thing. The thing with the flight responses, you don't feel good unless you're actually running a million miles an hour doing everything and getting everything done. One thing that I realized was how much the purpose is is really about the purpose. I think that's what I pinpointed more more than anything. Because when I'm taking a break from other things that I do, I actually, it feels really nice. Like when I took a break from releasing episodes, what made it very hard is this podcast gives me a huge sense of purpose. 
I think that's why it was really hard. It was really hard to feel like I was in putting something out there that survivors could find. It was, uh, quite frankly, it's healing for me too to have the, the, the episodes, to have this chat with, um, even though it's here in my lonely apartment with my microphone, like I, I know, I know you all are listening. Some of you are, are out there and you're listening and I'm, I'm very grateful for you. But it, yeah, I, I remember during the break at one point, I was like, okay, like something, I need to feel productive or like, or purposeful in some way. So I actually started writing again and I wrote a song and I'm very excited because this song for sure, unless something comes along and, and decrowns de- it, this is going to be how the EP is going to end. This is going to be what's going to wrap up that EP that I intend to release this year. And I remember when I started writing the song and working on other songs that I also had have on the on the shelf that I that I've been working on. I remember some of the anxiety and the stress decreasing because I felt the sense of purpose. So it almost felt like it's okay for the podcast not to be launching because now I feel like I got the <laughs> the purpose thing going on and I'm doing something with this time. As I record this, I'm gonna be real. I'm staring at a pile of mail that's been accumulating for the past few weeks uh, uh, maybe the past few months let's be real yeah that some of the stuff in there is months old and that was one thing I wanted to get done and I hopefully get myself to start tackling that this weekend because uh, part of my complex PTSD and the ADHD presentation that comes with my particular um, with my particular way of, of manifesting this thing uh, it comes with having a really hard time with organizing like physical things, um, even electronic things. What the heck am I talking about? I got, okay, so I got the pile of mail I'm staring at right now that I need to fucking work on. And I won't tell you how many unread emails I have on my inbox because I feel like if I say that on this podcast, somebody's going to start emailing me. <laughs> I have a problem. I, I won't say the number. I will say it's on the five digits. It's bad. It's so bad. I'm very embarrassed. And for the most part, it's it's a lot of fucking spam. It's really spam. However, it's getting to the point where I am actually missing important things that I want to see. Things that I don't want to miss. So I'm working on it. I started using the VIP thing on the iPhone. Hopefully that helps. I really need to get this shit under control. If anyone has any suggestions, if this is something you struggle with and you have some wisdom from the heart, something that worked for you or something you heard somebody say worked for them, y'all seriously hit me up, email me. I would love to hear about it. Throw it on the comments on the Spotify or the YouTube channel. Email me at hellotraumabrain at gmail.com. Please, I need some serious fucking help. This is embarrassing and it's, it's... Uh, I'm trying, I've been trying to sit with why don't I fucking do it? And what comes up for me so far is the overwhelm of how behind I am. It's so overwhelming. I freeze and I'd rather get on Instagram and see what cute quote came from whichever person I'm following. And by cute, I mean, um, I usually follow like trauma, um, trauma informed people. So like quotes that will give me some shit to think about. Oh, yeah. and yeah, that's that's how the freeze response shows up in my life a lot. Like when it's overwhelming, I freeze. 
I don't know what to text back. I freeze and then I let way too much time go by to the point where it's embarrassing and now I feel like I'm offending the other person because I'm not responding to their text and it's because I don't know what the fuck to say. Okay, um, yeah, this break talk is turning into a trauma responses talk somehow, but we'll, we'll allow it. That's, <laughs> that's what happens when I go unscripted. I start jumping from flower to flower just, yeah, because that's, that's one thing my brain does too. My brain moves not moves my brain runs so fast and I go from idea to idea pretty quickly and I jump and I jump around a lot so let's let me reel myself back in break taking the break has been fucking hard (laughs) part of me is like relieved Uh, am I relieved (laughs) as I was (laughs) as I was saying that it didn't feel authentic am I relieved shit Okay, I think a part of me is relieved that I'm starting again because I am really excited to share the interviews. Like, I'm really excited. (laughs) I cannot say it enough. I've heard these interviews, like the ones I've recorded so far, multiple times. Every time I hear them, I hear something new and I cannot wait to share them with you because it's been impactful for me to experience having the conversations and re-listening and taking in those conversations and I don't know. I have this feeling. I, 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 I get this. I have this this inner knowing that tells me that somebody else needs to hear this too. And um, yeah, the, the relief is there because now it means that those episodes are coming up and that's exciting. And if I'm honest, uh, there's some fear. There's some fear and overwhelm. There's a fear that I won't be able to keep up. That fear has been there for since I started... Well, since before I started this podcast, all throughout the episodes. And I still have that fear and it's coming back that I won't be able to keep up with this. That it's too much, that I, that I am way over my fucking head and, <laughs> and nobody cares. <laughs> uh, even though I know you do care. I know you do care. Some of you, I, I talk to you, I know you care. I know you are so happy to see me doing this. And I know, I know you can see the impact it has on me. And I can see the impact that it has on you. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's a beautiful gift we give to each other from from me on this end, speaking to you and from you on your end, listening to what I have to say and sometimes even reaching out to tell me what you have to say. I still haven't mastered the capacity or the ability to sit still. That is really hard. And... I don't know. I don't know how I go about it. I I think my theory is that as I keep doing this work and I keep healing and the trauma responses hopefully get get more under control. They're not going to go completely away, but I think as my awareness increases, it might help um, for me to be able to sit with the stillness and the, yeah, the, the lack of running. I don't have to be going all the time. Yet I still feel like I have to. I've reflected on where I want the podcast to go from here. That's been on my mind. And um, actually, you know what? Yes, I'm going to share it with you here because I, I love to hear your thoughts. If you have any thoughts, I, I welcome them. This is, <laughs> this is me telling you or letting you know that I do welcome the feedback. And I, I have been considering 
uh, doing workshops. So if this is something that interests you, I would love to know because um, that will I'll probably nudge me a little bit more to do it than if I don't hear anything. <laughs> and you, you're not obligated to say anything. Like if you don't say anything, I, I, I can make the decision on my own. I rise as a grown ass woman who's, who's doing some healing and I, I know I can decide. However, if this is something that you're like, heck yeah, I would love to do that. And you feel the calling to let me know that I, I would welcome that information. And if you're like, nah, workshops, I'm, there's so many out there. Why do another one? Mm, maybe don't frame it that way, but you can let me know that maybe <laughs> workshop wouldn't be what works for you. And that, that will give me something to think about that. And then I can think about, you know, what else could work for you. And if you have any other ideas, I, I welcome them. I'm not promising that I will implement them all, but I like having feedback and I like having things to think about. And yeah, I can't come up with all this stuff on my own. So I definitely, Yeah. Let's see. Uh, I've thought about subscriptions. I thought about doing maybe like live Q&As for people who subscribe. And I don't know. Do you want to hear me answer questions? Is that something that interests you? Same deal. Let me know. Let me know either way. You know, would, would it be helpful or you've seen somebody do something different that it's better and I don't even know it exists until you tell me and I can't wait to hear about it. Um, well, the EP for sure. I really want to make that a reality this year. A few things that I have found. So remember when I've, uh, for those of you that, that have been listening to the podcast, remember when I've talked about how reading is a challenge for me and having the book, like the physical book, it's just, it takes forever and I don't get to it. And then I forget where I, what I read months ago. And by the time that I'm like reading a few more pages or, a, you know, a few pages you know, the prior ones to kind of like get myself back into the train of thought, you know, I might read like an A new page and that's it. Like it's just, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't have a very efficient way of going about it. My attention span, it's still pretty impacted by the trauma. It's a, it's a, it's just not easy. And I basically discovered that Spotify has uh, audiobooks now available with the premium, like the premium subscription and for a bit I know the audiobooks you had to pay for them but now a bunch of them are available so I kind of got on that train and I listened to I'm glad my mom died by Danette McCurdy and Danette if you're listening to this or if you ever listened to this as I know um, I know you've talked about how frustrating it is that people know you by what you did when you were 13. I'm going to be real with you, girl. I didn't know who the heck you were till I heard about the book. So <laughs> I hope this gives you a bit of hope that there there are some, some of us out there that didn't know you from what you were doing at 13. And even though I, I've become aware of it because you do talk about it in the book and it kind of like got bled into the promotions one way or another. I, I really didn't know you from, from before the book. So thank you for writing that book. Thank you for how you narrated that sucker. That was so good. So good. You're you're hilarious. You did it in a funny way. I cried. I, gosh, just great fucking book. I strongly recommend it. And I, I got very lucky to hear this book when I did because Danette also has a podcast now. It's called Hard Feelings. And it's a great podcast. So if you're looking for another podcast, uh, Danette doesn't 
she doesn't talk about what diagnosis in terms of um, whether she has complex PTSD or not. She does talk about other diagnoses uh, she does have. I haven't heard her use the term complex PTSD, but I will say this very relatable podcast um even if she doesn't have complex ptsd like i'm definitely not diagnosing her anything like that like it's just yeah the way she talks about her experience it's it's very raw it's very real it's just it's honest it's a there's a level of honesty and it's it's really inspired me and i i hope that i can i can bring uh, more honesty and more authenticity here for for you all too because um yeah, this, this shit's hard. Shit's hard. And I know I've said this before and I'm going to say it till the cows go home or, well, the cows will never go home. I'm just going to keep saying it. I'm so not cured. <laughs> I'm so not at a point where it, this is over for me. And hearing a voice that's relatable is just, it's a gift. It really is a gift. And it helps me get insight into, into myself too. So thank you, Jeanette. Thank you for, thank you for the beautiful work and your and your willingness to share yourself so vulnerably for those of us that have been living in the dark, feeling ashamed of our experiences for so long. So that being said, what else? What else happened? What else did I discover during this break? I've made some new connections. I, I will say this. Uh, recently, I had an interaction that left me feeling great. And it was it was a new interaction with 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 a, one of the newer people in my life. And after after that interaction, I've been feeling great. Like I mean, life's still hard. CPTSD is still hard. But there's there's a shift in me. I can't describe it. Something changed. I feel like I've been bathed in hope, some hope of some kind, and. Things don't feel as gloomy, doomed, and helpless as they usually do. And I'm not going to lie, and that's and this is the CPTSD showing up. I'm still waiting for this shit to fucking drop. I'm like, I'm writing this out, and I'm, I'm a bit shocked that it's going to be a week coming up since that interaction, and I'm still feeling feeling pretty good. And... Part of me is like, okay, so some, I mean, it, it can't last forever. Something's going to come, but I'm trying my best to kind of hold on to that. Let it, uh, habitate in me for as long as I, for as long as it, as it can. And hopefully I remember this, uh, next time that I'm not having such a great time or that I'm feeling a bit more gloomier than these days. Cause, um, yeah, it's, it's nice to have evidence of times where things can be good and even though things can be challenging there's there's just like an additional boost of strength and resilience that's that's kicking through and helping me navigate the ebb and flow of life and what comes with with living with with complex ptsd every fucking day i am so excited to be back i again i missed you i really did and I can't wait for you to hear the episodes coming up. I am so excited to share them with you. I should probably start mentioning these things so you can uh, make your transitions accordingly. 
if you have been listening on on the audio platforms, I do want to say for the interviews coming up that were video interviews, uh, there is a YouTube channel for the podcast for those of you that have not seen that. It, you're not missing anything. It's just the audio to uh basically the the cover art of the podcast just being the the one and only image there's nothing else there but for the episodes coming up with video interviews the footage of those interviews will be available on the youtube channel so um, if you haven't subscribed yet i strongly encourage you and i invite you to subscribe on the youtube channel and do the things do the likes hit the hit the notification bell and and subscribe so so you're notified when when the video footage is there i'm also going to post about it on instagram and um and i'll say something for those particular episodes but for those of you that are that are getting ready for for that content um that's how you will be able to access the full footage of the interviews how are you all doing how are you feeling i'm very cognizant that you technically can't answer me (laughs) live right now but take a moment to think about it how are you feeling how how does it feel listening to this episode what's going on in your life i i hope i hope you're well and if you're having a challenging time i hope that you are finding ways to take care of yourself to navigate how tough things can be sometimes and i hope this content can help you in some way and I'm thrilled to have you here. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. If you are listening thus far, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time. There's a lot of really good content out there. I honestly, it, it really blows my mind that you are choosing to spend your very valuable time listening to listening to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's that never gets old. I I have a really hard time, and I've talked about this before, I have a really hard time with the spotlight on me, and I have a hard time making things about me. I guess the podcast is about me, <laughs> so I'm going to have to learn to get over that one, huh? Uh, I'll keep working on it, we'll put it that way. I'm definitely not over it, it still feels weird, and I will continue working on it. In the meantime, I hope this year is treating you kindly and gently, and if it is not, You are not alone, my friend. 2024 has been an odd year for me too so far. Honestly, like not not even a month in. It feels like a long year already. (laughs) Ah, And here we are. One more thing I realized. I think having breaks is very hard for me too because breaks got wrecked for me. Truth is, I was wired and shown time and time again that breaks are for lazy people who are not committed to their careers who are selfish like like having a break feels wrong in a way feels like I shouldn't be doing the break and if I am perfectly healthy or relatively healthy like why the f am I taking a break I got tons of shit to do what the F, right? The modeling I saw behind breaks was don't take breaks. I've, I've seen people go years and years and years without taking a vacation and wearing that as a fucking badge of honor. Wearing it like with pride. I've seen people do that. And oh, sadly, I used to do that. 
I used to wear as a badge of honor that I would, and I did this for years, I would wear as a badge of honor that I would use my vacation time from my day job to do my gigs. So it's always essentially take vacation from one job so I could do the other job. And I would fucking be proud of that. I would not use my actual vacation time from work to actually have a fucking vacation. And like if I did it, it was like a rare thing to maybe see someone that I had not seen in a long time. And and it wasn't often. It really wasn't. And though I did figure out eventually that vacations were important and taking time off was was a healthy thing to do and not selfish. Like I cognitively understand that a little bit better now. I still struggle. I think the I think the wiring is is still very strong. And the shame comes up. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, the shame comes up for sure. That that feeling of if I'm taking a break, that means I'm not committed. Oh gosh. I just realized that right now maybe that's why the podcast break has been hard because the podcast matters so much to me so if I'm taking a break from the podcast what does that say about my commitment to the podcast <laughs> wow oh. oh did you hear that I just yeah that just happened fuck oh my gosh this is why the podcast helps me <laughs> I realized these things that I probably wouldn't realize if I wasn't having this conversation. I, oh, that's, that's a doozy, isn't it? But I do care about the podcast and taking a break doesn't mean I don't care anymore. Fuck. Oy, okay. Wow. I'm going to have to sit with that realization. And when I hear this when I'm editing, oy, oy, oy. Oh, I've been watching Ted Lasso. I've been doing that a lot. Does that happen to you? When I watch something, I start incorporating expressions from the show. So I'll go through like my British expressions phase or Irish or whatever other show I'm watching. <laughs> Gosh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, my brain. Wow. I just realized that. Yikes. Mm. <sighs> Anyone else struggle with that? Hopefully for the next break, I will find even more ways to really slow things down and sit with, sit with the motion of the thing. Until the next break, though, it's good to be back. And thank you. In this week's healing invitation, I invite you to think about the last time you took a break. How long ago was that? Have you taken a break at all? Do you remember when the last time you took a break is? Think about the answer to that question. It might be, oh, just last week or this past month during the holiday season. Or it could be, I can't fucking remember. I don't know if I've ever taken a proper break. No judgment. You're doing nothing wrong. I'm just as guilty of being a go, 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 no breaks type of gal, and I still struggle. As you've been hearing throughout this episode, let's sit with that feeling and try to reflect on what a break means to you. Was it wrecked for you too? What does a break mean? Does it mean you're selfish? 
do you feel like you're doing something wrong? Does it feel uncomfortable? Or does it feel great? And next time you take a break, think about what comes up as that break goes. As it's coming up, how is your body feeling during that time? When it's happening, how are you feeling as you're taking the break? And how does it feel when you start doing all this stuff again because the break is over? And it's something you can document. Perhaps you want to journal about it and then look back to how your responses from now change when you actually take your next break. And I'm going to go one step further and invite you to welcome the idea of breaks being good for you, of breaks being something that can help you replenish, nourish yourself, fill the cup so you can be in a better mental and physical state to do the things that you need to do or the things that you love or the things that you have to do. I want to offer you the possibility of a break being a good thing for you. Something you don't have to feel shame about. I'm very aware easier said than done. And that's why I invite you to consider the possibility. With CPTSD bridge statements, which is kind of like, almost like what it sounds like, right? Like instead of just being like, breaks are good for me. The bridge statement is like, I'm open to the possibility of accepting that breaks might be good for me. And that's good enough. It's good enough to use that bridge, to sit in that bridge, to stand there, to look around and consider the possibility. Please let me know how this week's healing invitation goes if you choose to accept it. Before we wrap up this episode, all music and production is courtesy of yours truly. Also, I want to share a few ways you can help support this podcast. You can subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or the platform you are using to listen. Share this episode with anyone you can think can benefit from this content. Follow Hello Trauma Brain on Instagram with the handle at Hello Trauma Brain. Subscribe to the Hello Trauma Brain YouTube channel and hit the notification bell to be the first to know when I post a new episode. And you can make a donation by getting me a coffee through the official bio site. No worries. All links will be provided in the show notes. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you found this episode helpful. I wish you the best as you reflect on taking breaks and as you also navigate your week. And again, welcome back and I will talk to you next week. It is time for our farewell affirmations. You are welcome to repeat after me. I am enough. I am lovable. And I deserve to heal. I wish you a gentle week and thank you for listening.